Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2153, Weathering the Big Sad, Eight Ways I Manage Depressive Episodes by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator. This is one of a few shows where we read articles to you. Search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find all of our shows. But for now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Weathering the Big Sad, Eight Ways I Manage Depressive Episodes by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. I was describing this to my therapist the other day. It's like having a big curtain in my brain. This big piece of fabric partitions pieces of myself and I'm not able to access some of my higher functions, but I can still see through that curtain. I can see the joy, the productivity, the hope just on the other side. I just can't seem to get to it. Everyone's experience of depression is different, so I'll just say that up front, these are my thoughts and feelings and my tools for coping with depressive episodes. I've been in one for the past eight weeks or so after running on adrenaline during my move back in June and then crashing hard a while later with pretty big burnout and a physical flare too. I've been through several others since getting sick 12 years ago. Each has been different, and as I remind myself, each has passed. None have lasted forever. So in case you are also experiencing a dip right now, my friend, or want to bookmark this for later, I wanted to compile my list of ways I am weathering the big sad. Number one, light therapy. I'll admit since moving to a place that doesn't have a backyard or patio, I haven't gotten nearly as much sun or fresh air. And I know that this has an effect on my mental health. So I've been making sure to get at least 20 to 30 minutes of sunlight or bright light every day, ideally more. I've sat out on the balcony for a few afternoon rays, or on days it feels physically accessible, I'll go visit a park or nature area. And on days where the sun isn't shining, I'll pull out my happy lamp for a morning and afternoon dose of full spectrum light. Number two, dietary change. There's some good research that links depressive moods with blood sugar instability. So I've been extra mindful of eating more fat and protein with my meals. 
This has honestly been a challenge since when I'm feeling sad, I just wanna eat sugar and other processed convenience foods. But I have noticed that I feel more emotionally stable when each meal has healthy fats and proteins, including nuts and seeds, meat, fish, eggs, especially the yolks, coconut or olive oil, etc. Number three, counseling. Good Lord, where would I be without my therapist? I've been very lucky to have a great therapist that I see weekly for the past several years. She's my non-judgmental sounding board, someone who can hold space for me and let me talk through anything I need to with unlimited Kleenex, yay. Knowing that I have this space every single week has been a powerful anchor for my moods and release valve for my overwhelm. Number four, connecting with friends. As an introvert and someone who is generally more isolated due to health issues plus an at-home career, I've only a few good friends, but I know those people have my back if or when I need them. I've tried hard to reach out and connect with my social support network, either for a few texts here and there, going out to an event, or even asking for help with something. When it's tempting to hole up at home or lay on the couch all day, a short positive interaction with a loved one can really shift things for me. Number five, deep rest. I think it's interesting that phonetically, depression sounds like deep rest. This is a realization that I've just brought in during this past episode, this invitation into true restoration. This for me has looked like scaling back on client sessions and other work projects, going to bed earlier, having more screen-free time, more meditation, see number seven, yoga nidra, lower lights, less noise, and using binaural beats and nature sounds regularly. Number six, practicing receiving. If you also work in the healing or helping professions, you can probably relate to this. I'm great at giving and holding space for others, but I'm not so great at receiving. I'm trying harder to prioritize being on the receiving end, whether that's a specific modality like Reiki healing or craniosacral therapy, or simply receiving a listening ear or a helping hand. This allows me to step out of my role and into being a flawed, struggling human and also allowed others to step up and support me, which I know is its own type of blessing. Number seven, being the curious observer. Just like I mentioned with the curtain in my mind, I'm able to step back and observe my thoughts and feelings as separate from my true self. Being the curious observer, a basic technique in meditation and mindful practices, allows me to get a wide angle view of my situation and understand that I am not these sad, hopeless thoughts. They're just like clouds passing through the sky. I've been doing more meditation, just sitting with my breath, the sounds around me, sensations in my body, and watching my thoughts with loving curiosity. And number eight, creating opportunities for joy. A few weeks ago, my therapist reminded me to keep creating opportunities for joy, even if I can feel it right now. It's important not to give up on making space for joy, pleasure, connection, and peace, because we never know when it'll break through. This hit home for me as I'd been frustrated at not feeling the same levels of happiness during my usual uplifting activities and kind of stopped prioritizing them. Now I do my best to give joy a chance to show up and notice even the smallest glimpse of it. Each time I do get a little nibble of something good, I practice savoring and wiring in that experience to swing my biochemistry back towards dose. These things have offered me some stability and hope through this latest dance with the big sad, and I hope some of them may help you as well. 
I have a piece of art on my bookshelf in my room that has two hummingbirds, my spirit messengers, on it with the words, this too shall pass. I see it and reflect on it every day, knowing that the sun is always in the sky and that the clouds will part like they always have, letting its rays shine through. We're in this together, my friends, one day at a time. You just listened to the post titled, Weathering the Big Sad, Eight Ways I Manage Depressive Episodes by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. Great post from Melanie today. And things to watch out for, or actually to possibly introduce if you're feeling stuck in sadness or struggling to find a little bit of happiness every day. But it is a really serious topic and talking to a professional is always recommended. Definitely don't dismiss that. I'm glad she mentioned a counselor in this episode. It can make a huge difference. But I'll leave it there for today. Have a great rest of your day, as happy as can be. And I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.